Back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. To Bigger Than the Final Score, this is Pete Ferguson from Peter Ferguson BHS LLC and Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket. Um, I'm excited because I think we're going to roll right into with our first couple guests we've got mr nick crump who is the ad over at scott middle school and also got scholar ethan a scott middle school scholar um and so welcome both of you thanks for coming in this morning morning thanks for having us no problem well hey nick um why don't we just start off and tell us a little bit about who you are tell us a little bit about your journey into education and um we'll go from there sure uh so i teach over at scott middle school and I'm a special education teacher. And as part of um, one of the things that I do in, in addition to the, the teaching portion is work as the athletic director at Scott. Now, Nick, tell us what, you know, when you talk about like the athletic director, most people think about like, you know, the high school level and what all that entails. We had a, we've had a couple athletic directors from the high school level, one from Northwest and then one from Standing Bear and, and North Star. What does that entail at the middle school level? Yeah, so at the middle school level, it's it's in in addition to you you know your responsibility as a teacher. So it's it's not quite as involved like you know at the high school level. It's definitely more of a full time type of a, a responsibility. At the middle school level, um, we have you know it's it's the focus is about participation. So the main thing is just to make sure you get out your information in regards to the the upcoming sports, line up your coaches, come up with a practice schedule. Um, and then just make sure that everything, you know, runs, runs fairly smoothly after that. Okay. So, um, obviously I'm just going to take a wild guess that you like athletics. (laughs) So it's not, that's not a job for somebody that doesn't really enjoy sports. So tell us a little bit about just your, your love for sports. Did you play it, um, in high school or growing up and, and kind of what, what like fostered kind of that, that passion? Sure. Yeah. Growing up, I played several sports. Uh, everything from running cross country, basketball, and baseball. Baseball uh, was probably my favorite sport. Unfortunately, it was not the sport that I was uh, the most skilled at. Okay. So, um, but yeah, grew up playing sports. Uh, picked up some golf. Um, but yeah, it's it's athletics is a great avenue to to get out and, and socialize and uh, you know to to work on various aspects. So before we get to Ethan, maybe as a transition, tell us a little bit about just, you know, you talked about providing opportunities for young people to, to, to experience different aspects. And so you've got basketball. I mean, I know there's soccer and there's track. Um, what's, what's the purpose? Like, what's the foundation? What is the mission of like LPS middle school sports? So with middle school, the, the main focus is, uh, is to provide opportunity and, and to allow students to participate We've got students that come out that are, it's very clear that they are experienced and have, um, have, have played that particular sports. And then uh, there's also plenty of students that come out that have never tried it and is just, are just interested and want to get involved. So I think sometimes people get that little misnomer. You know, I think about Netflix. You turn on Netflix and there's like 15 different series and it looks like, okay, this is a middle school, you know, thing. And it's, you know, it's a little bit different than what you see in, on those shows um, as opposed to what we offer here. Absolutely. Most Absolutely. definitely. So, Ethan. Um, you're a, a tremendous scholar athlete, um, and you've been involved in middle school athletics. But first off, tell us a little bit about who you are and um, kind of what you do. 
I'm Ethan. I play basketball. I've been playing since like kindergarten. Okay. Uh, now hang on. I ask this question every time. Are you any good now? I mean, see, we got to work I on this hesitation, Harrison. Every time I ask this question, I say you right off the bat say I'm better than you. That's what you got to say. Now go ahead. I'm better than you. <laughs> oh, that's what I like. I like that. So we, you said you participate in basketball. Um, you said seventh grade. Tell us a little bit about your experience in sports. Where did your love for athletics come from? Um, I mean, I just like I picked up the ball. I just never really stopped. So okay, okay, I've been going with the flow. Good stuff. So in school, obviously, what's one of your favorite subjects? Uh, my favorite subjects are probably. I don't know. I kind of like English. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he goes ahead and goes ahead. Now you like the writing part of it, or you like the reading? Uh, more like the writing part. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was. I'm same with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That reading stuff. I like. I enjoy it, but the writing was so much. I, I love mm-hmm. that aspect of it. So Nick, when you talked about you have scholars like Ethan who's participated, he said you know he's had a long-standing history in athletics. How do you mix that balance of those who? want come out and want to learn the development aspect of things but also you have those that may um have a higher you know knowledge level and and kind of want to take it to that next level yeah there's a couple of ways that that we try to address that so you know there are different teams so you take your you know your most skilled athletes and you place them and then it just sort of kind of filters down to to the, the the last team in middle school there are no cuts so everyone that wants to participate has that opportunity one of the challenges that we run into and it's a good challenge to have is that oftentimes we have a, a number of athletes that are interested in participating so um, in regards to numbers you know it can be difficult to get everybody on a team and be able to get everybody the playing time that they want and another thing is, how do you identify coaches? Um, now, I know you talked about, you know, are they volunteer? Are they people that come in from the community? Are they other educators who um, just, you know, love the sport and, and kind of maybe don't want to do it at the high school level? Yeah, finding coaches is probably the biggest challenge as a middle school athletic director. It, it is a paid position. Okay. However, just if you think of the time that that they have practices and the amount of time that they practice, it can be difficult to work into to people's schedules. So for more of a professional person to be able to practice every day or uh, commit to at least two or three days a week from 3 to 4.30 can be really difficult. Uh, it, the best thing is when we do have educators in the building that are willing to to work after school with the students. Fantastic. And also, if you're ever looking for that opportunity, go to LPS.org and just look at the employment opportunity um, or definitely just give us a call in. This is Pete Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket with Bigger Than The Score. I'm here with Mr. Nick Crump and also Scholar Ethan. Ethan, I want to ask you just, you know, you talked about your love for, for sports, but tell us a little bit about your family. Um, did any of them, like your mom, you know, she sitting here was she somebody that um, has helped inspire you I know you have a sister that did a number of different things or have you always is it something that causes some competition in the household at all uh my brother okay so he's like a wrestler he's a football player okay um we always get in the competition so it's like I mean it kind of it kind of helps me work harder but I say my dad okay he like I mean he like he pushes me to like be like the best I can really be um and my mom she's she like she always she also helps me to be like the best I can be so yeah just like my 
family and parents, they just like push me because they think I have potential. So it just helps me. Good. So, so what are, what are some of the characteristics that you think like you have that are unique? Um, some of those traits that you have that make you um, just not only just a, an athlete, but a, a, a tremendous scholar to be around. Uh, I think creativity. Mm. Um, I think being open minded too, because like like on the court and through school, it's like you need to like be able to learn new things and it's like you need to see things from like other people's perspectives so i think that's like that really helps okay like sports and school fantastic nick why don't you tell us a little bit about what are some of the strengths um you know within middle school athletics and you talked a little bit about that you know the challenges of trying to find you know coaching (laughs) um as well but what are what are some challenges that present itself and um as we think about just now there's so many other opportunities. I remember going through middle school and it was like Saturday. You lived for that game on Saturday that Leffler was going to play color, you know, or Mickle was going that matchup. Um, and now it's, it's just there's there are a lot of other opportunities out there. Yeah, you're exactly right. So with all of the other opportunities in regards to the the different teams that the kids are playing on, it does become a challenge where um, with with scheduling. So with the middle school games, they are earlier in the morning. Oftentimes, the coaches are able to to put in those conflicts um, for those upcoming tournaments where their students are able to play. The one draw that the middle school really has is for a lot of the students, they're playing on on multiple teams where they're they're not playing together. So this is a lot of times the first opportunity that they have where they get to play uh, together and, and thinking ahead as to what high school would look like for them. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that I think um... – I don't want to say it's lost, but yeah, I remember my daughter was playing and I I loved it because these were individuals that this may be the one time that they all get to play together. And, and as they moved forward, looking at those pictures of like, okay, that team was going to this school. And so they got the opportunity to be on the court or on the, you know, the volleyball court at the same time, but also friendships of kids that may not have continued either in athletics. So they were in music or they were in theater. And so when they walked in the building, there was still a connection of something they did in common. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Ethan, tell us a little bit about like why has middle school athletics been something that you so you've enjoyed so much? Uh, I, I've enjoyed middle school athletics because um, I think, it like it gives you like extra practice like it's not at like that like the highest level but like you're still learning and then i think like also like the coaches and like the helpers and stuff they like not just for sports like they can like they just help you learn like what's good just for your future Awesome. Awesome. I think that's, that's right. It's those extra, that extra opportunity. Anytime you get an extra opportunity, I think it makes you, it makes you better no matter what capacity that's in. Mm -hmm. So Nick, I want to change it a little bit. Tell us who's been a mentor in your life. Um, and who's, who's kind of helped get you to this point that you're at today. Yeah, there's several people that that have uh, been a big influence to me, but one of the ones that come to mind um, would be Mr. Jeff Rump, who who was an educator for a number of years and uh, a coach uh, at various levels from uh, he's coached volleyball and basketball. He's been at Lincoln Northeast uh, early on and then finished his career out at Lincoln Southwest, but always always there, very positive, um, very, very professional, always conducted himself in a, in a very uh, positive manner. And so that's a person that, that I have always looked up to. 
Fantastic. Ethan, same question to you. Who are some mentors that you may have had? Uh, mentors I might have had, I think I had, there's this coach. Her name was Miss T. She used to coach Scott basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to see her at the Y. And, I mean, she would always, like, she would always make sure I was just working hard. And she would, like, she would just tell me that, talk, she would just talk about, like, how if I worked hard, I could do, like, big things and stuff. So that just helped me. Awesome, awesome. And that's Sierra Tolbert that he mentioned. Okay, yeah. okay. I think Miss T's over at uh, Northwest. Well, she is. Yeah, nice. over at Northwest. So shout out to Miss T. So Ethan, I wanna, I'm gonna kind of turn the tables a little bit. You get to give some advice. Okay, so oftentimes we get parents that give advice to to scholars about this. What's a piece of advice that you would give to parents um, to help support their scholar, not just in sports, but more so in school and in life? Uh, I think. Like, if you, I think to push your kid to the highest, like, mm -hmm. level they can go, like, like, push them to their full potential. But, like, I think don't go, like, completely overboard because it's going to, like, it might make your kid lose love for, like, what they're doing. Ah, uh, without question. You talked about that love for everything. And so um, what's what's been a memorable moment for you that you just, like, you've, you've hold down to this early, early on? And I don't want to say just your career, but your academic um, and athletic career. Um, that's a tough one. You've had so many right there. You got all those championships, all you know, all those A's. So, uh, I think when I played against like my best friend, okay, I played him in basketball, and then I hit the game winner. Okay, okay, yeah, because he was, I don't know, but yeah, it was just. <laughs> you were about to get personal on that one real quick, yeah. <laughs> so we won't put his name out there. Hey, um, Nick, what's a piece of advice that you would have for parents um, as they go through, a as a parent um, yourself? You know, what are some of those life lessons that either you have instilled in with your own children and others or, or lessons that you've kind of taken um, as you've kind of gone through this? And you're like, you know what? I really wish this was out there so more could, um, you know, take take this walk. Yeah, so I would say that uh, that my answer has changed as I've as I've gotten older. So uh, initially, with my my kids playing sports and and then just being around sports, um, it was always about the the competition and 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 maybe and you know how many games we we ended up winning that season. Right. And then as I've I've gotten older and and just with more experience, I've seen that that isn't a, a part of it, but it's the experience and and what the kids are are getting that's going to carry them later on. In life so at some point the the sport will end um but it's the, the things that they've learned throughout um th that whole experience and you want those to be positive and 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 for them to be able to build into um a, a successful adult life how do we become like the the biggest asset uh, to the experience um, one of the terms i always use is it's not a, it's not our journey um, and so how do we become an asset so it's, it truly is their journey? Yeah, I think just stepping back and, and keeping in mind it is, it is the, the student or your child's journey. And what you may want for them may not match up exactly what, what they want. Um, but to always be supportive and um, to be positive 
you, you know, to, to let some time settle in before you, you start to provide advice. I'm very guilty of after every contest, we get into the vehicle and, and we're driving home and we're critiquing different things. And my wife has to remind me that maybe this that, isn't that the favorite, time to do it. That favorite car ride home yes. when, every, when every kid wants every vehicle to be a 14 seat, you know, a 14 row vehicle. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, when the headphones go on right away with the kids that it's time to, to not say anything. So that, but that's when we impart our most, you know, our most brilliant knowledge to them right there. Sometimes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so if, if I were to ask you one thing and I'm going to, Ethan, I want to ask you the same question. We talk about multi-involved. And, and so can you talk to me, like, what are your thoughts on that? I think oftentimes we've had some people come in students and say, you know, well, you know, I need to kind of focus on this. Or I need to focus on this. And, and I always agree that there's that opportunity to focus. But what, you know, how do, what are your thoughts on somebody being multi-involved? And I don't mean just athletics, but the importance of that um, to being a well-rounded person. With being involved with with several things, I think you just gain that opportunity and you learn different perspectives towards, um, you know, to just what's available and what's out there. So for students that are predominantly involved in sports, um, oftentimes they're competitive in nature and and everything that you do in life is is some type of a competition. And and to be able to do that in a healthy way, I think, is is very important that I think people um, sometimes take for granted. Awesome. Ethan, same thing. Do you think there's an importance of being involved in multiple things or do you kind of suggest people stick to one thing? Uh, I think it's important because like Mr. Crump said, it gives you like multiple perspectives and it like, it'll give you like different characteristics. Like if I, cause like I'm a, I'm a player and then I'm a also uh what's it called? A uh, scholar, right? Yes. So okay. you got like, you have to find time to balance those out. So I feel like you have to work harder than just people who just play basketball. You like, I have to like work harder to balance it out, make sure I'm doing like my school stuff good. Mm -hmm. And I also, I also have to like make sure I'm being a good like basketball player. So I think it gives you like, like working hard characteristics or just like whatever you really need. Fantastic. So Nick, tell us a little bit about just your family um, and just kind of, you know, um, their role in this. And, you know, obviously they've got to be generous on their time and how they support you in this. And so um, what has that been like? Yeah, so I have three boys and uh, all three of them were involved in sports in, in some capacity. My, my oldest was probably the most athletic of my three, but he was probably the one that was least uh, interested in, in the various sports. Um, I have my youngest right now as a seventh grader. Uh, baseball is, is sort of his thing. And um, but we still encourage him to play as many sports as, as you know, he's willing to play and, and still involved in basketball, likes it. Uh, but right now, I think baseball is, is probably where he's going to go. Fantastic. So, Ethan, as we close up this segment, I need three words or one sentence that um, you you would want to say to somebody out there. Um, hard work works. Oh, OK, made it made it deep right there. Coach Crump, three, three words. I would say that as just for athletes that to keep in mind that you get just one chance to make that first impression. Wow. And so that when you attend a tryout or you attend a class and it's that, it's that first opportunity to meet um, is to keep that in mind um, w with people because that first impression impression lasts. 
Fantastic. Hey, Ethan, Nick, definitely want to appreciate y'all being on Bigger Than The Score and wish you nothing but the best. Um, be looking for you out there on that court. Next time I ask you, are you the best out there? You just got to go, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Hey, we'll be right back with Ollie after the break on Bigger Than The Score, 93.7 The Ticket.